Welcome to SKUcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs in the promotional products industry. SKUcast shines a light on our industry's best work, features maverick personalities, and discusses what's really involved in running a modern promotional products business. SKUcast is the official podcast of Common SKU. A sustainable idea factory. That's the vision of a Quebec-based company called Cotmo. Founded by Céline Giappo and her business partner, Cindy Couture, Cotmo is now selling their vision into the U.S. market. Four months ago, Céline and Cindy went on Dragon's Den, the Canadian equivalent and predecessor of the American show Shark Tank. After making their pitch for the first pen designed, sourced, and manufactured in Canada using post-consumer recycled plastic, the two entrepreneurs won. And after three years of research, a win of investment money through Dragon's Den, they've sold 185,000 units with plans to expand. Celine, an architect and interior designer, and Cindy, designer, entrepreneur, journalist, and strategist, represent a new kind of entrepreneur. They're a hybrid of sorts, a product design house, a supplier who manufactures through a hand-picked selection of factories, a distributor to the Quebec area, and a wholesaler through retail but it's their passion for building a conscientious and socially responsible company that enabled them to become designated as a B Corp in 2016, just two years after their founding. And they were honored on B Corp's best for the world list. To earn a spot on the best for the world list, a company must score in the top 10% of all B Corps on the community portion of the B Impact Assessment. Today, we chat with Celine about their journey, their vision, and their mission behind the Cotmo brand. But before our chat, if you're a new listener, each year in January, we host an epic annual event experience called SKUCon. It is the conference for innovators, explorers, and dreamers in the promotional products industry. And this year, we're celebrating our 10th SKUCon. Hard to believe, 10. SKUCon will be held on Sunday, January 14th at the Keep Memory Alive Center in Las Vegas. SKUCon is held the day before the PPAI Expo. And this year, I cannot wait to tell you about the lineup we have in store. But for now, I just want to encourage you to visit skewcon.com to pre-register because in about a few weeks, we release our lineup of speakers and open registration. SKUCon sells out quickly. So if you pre-register, you'll be the first to know about it ahead of our public announcement. You can visit skewcon.com to pre-register today. Today's episode is brought to you by Commonsky, the work from anywhere platform that powers your connected workflow enabling you to process more orders and dramatically grow your sales. To learn more, visit commonsq.com. Now, here's my chat with Celine. You know, I thought it was fitting that she joined me from her warehouse where her team listened to us in the background while we recorded and while they continued their work. I thought it was a cool real-time window into a thriving business with heart. Here's Celine. It's such a delight to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. What inspired you to start Cotmo? I started Cotmo um, nine years ago now. I moved to Montreal from France 11 years ago. And okay. when I arrived in, in Montreal, I had no professional network. And um, my mom was uh, from Lebanon. She always told me that relationship is the most important thing. And yeah. when I was a teenager, she was like, she, she forced me to write emails to people I was going into, do trainings and all that, sending uh, vows and all. She was really focusing on maintaining good relationships. 
mm-hmm. and network. When I moved to Montreal, I I had no network, and I went to so many events to meet people. I was listening to big companies talking about uh, sustainability, talking about recycling, buying local, and I was coming out of those events with a USB key made in China. I was like, that's mm. weird. You know, how yeah. a big company who has um, the money to, to have an impact is actually lecturing me on mm. my sustainable actions, and they are giving me a product that is cheap, that is made out of plastic, went all around the world to end up in my hand, and I'm going to throw it away. So that inspired you to start Cosmo. Tell us for a minute just where you're at right now. You're in your warehouse? Yeah, I'm uh, at the office with a little... All, all my colleagues listening to the podcast. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. How do you do? How do you define Cotmo to, to customers and to friends? Well, Cotmo is on the mission to change the promotional industry, to change an industry that no one cares about because we don't really take the time to understand the promotional industry. When we explain to people what we do, people are like, "Oh, is that an industry? All those goodies that I have in my hand? There's actually right. an industry behind that." We're on a mission to to make sure companies understand um, that everything that they buy with their brand on it has a message and is actually uh, it's putting their brand into the hands of customers. Mm. We work on and that we focus on is really making sure that the products that we create, that we deliver to our clients, uh, have a positive impact that are sustainable. So this is how I explain what we do. Yeah. How many, how many employees do you have? We're a, a team of 10 people. Okay. Now here's the question I have for you. And, and I love when I, when you and I were talking about this in a pre-chat, are you a distributor, a supplier or an agency? You said to me this and I love it. You, you said, I don't know who made this rule about who, distributor versus supplier, but I don't want to choose. I want to be both. Exactly. So when I started, I wanted to create products. So I have a background in design. Um, right. I did my studies in, in, in France on in interior architecture and design. And, and so I wanted to create products that are meaningful. Hmm. So um, we started to create products and selling them to businesses. And so people were like, well, distributors were like, well, can you send me the, your products? Like, why are you creating products and you're also sending, selling to companies? And I'm like, well, my purpose in life is to change businesses because I believe that um, all the big changes that we need, that needs to happen in our world regarding um, environmental changes and social changes I believe that companies have the power to do so. And, and this is my focus to make sure that businesses change the way they practice, the way they buy, the way they, they, they uh, source. We're, we're in between, like we're a distributor, we're also manufacturers. So, and I remember having those conversations with, with distributors and they were like, well, why don't you focus on selling to me? And I was like, yeah, but are you really leading a message to the the, the, the end customer? Like, what are you ta- telling them? Because you're just going to use my product in a big catalogs. And I want to make sure that you have 
the conversation with the business to change the way they, they, they source uh, promotional products. Mm. If you don't have it, well, let me have this conversation. So you are very selective about who you sell to, obviously. And what channel, what other channels? So you also sell to retail, uh, like like the retail shop Bref, am I pronouncing that right, in Montreal. Um, so you sell retail, you're a manufacturer, and then you will sell to some distributors if it's the right audience for you. Is that right? Well, this all changed actually when we launched our locally made pen uh, last October. So before that, we were only selling to businesses. Okay. Okay. Uh, We were, some distributors were contacting us because they wanted to have some of of our products, but it was not a lot of them. Last October, uh, we launched the most sustainable pen in North America and the first pen made in Canada from recycled plastic and that is recyclable and with this we had we have a product that has the power to really change an industry and this product we didn't want to keep it to ourselves we were like if we want to change the industry we need to have all the distributors embark in this mission and so we built this product so they could sell it to their customers right so it's a whole new business model and we're also now opening to retail so they can also sell to an end customer right i I love this because we're stepping into the middle of your journey right it's not like it's like you're figuring things out you discovered yet after three years of research and development if i have that right you developed the first recycled pen made in canada so demand came from everywhere um, and let's talk about that pen for just a minute as an example of what you're trying to do. How did you decide on materials and design? I'll get back to you as a business in a minute, but this yeah. pen, since we're on the topic, you went through multiple iterations of this, right? Yeah. So the first reflection that we had was five years ago when we we're like, oh, we need to have, we need to design product with more sustainable and responsible, responsible materials. And we first um, embarked in the R&D with thinking that we would create a compostable material. That didn't happen. (laughs) That was a whole other company. And the the chemical um, person we were working with was was always asking us, what product do you want to do? Like, what product do you want to do with this materials? And we're like, oh, we don't know. We're designers. We're going to create anything, you know. And he was, like, always focusing us back to a product. So we sat down and we're like, okay, what is the product that is the most sell sold in our Mm -hmm. industry? And we realized that pen, after all the clothes, is the most sold uh, popular item yeah right most popular item and we're like well all the 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 pen that we have are made out the the sustainable pen the 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 pen that are said that are sustainable but not really are all made outside of canada and so we're like we need something that is locally made so this is how we started to work on pen that was locally made for the material we had different approach 
we had an approach on compostability and then we had an approach on recyclable um, uh, plastic. And we worked with an environmental consultant and they told us now the best, the most sustainable option is a recycled plastic because there are all this plastic that is recyclable that has no second life Mm. and it's just a waste. So let's use this that we know how to recycle because the compostability is like, it's not yet there. The industry is not yet there. Um, So it was harder for us to market a product like this. But on the the recycled part, the industry is more ready. The infrastructure is more ready. So that's why we chose to have actually all it. So it's plastic that is recyclable and recycled from the garbage of people in Quebec. Uh, Like we have this green or blue uh, garbage where we put all the plastic and this plastic that you put there is actually uh, recycled in um, in a factory, and then we buy it from there, and then we produce the pen. And you manufacture everything in-house for this pen? So we have partners around Quebec, okay. uh, in the Quebec region, okay. um, that manufacture the pen. Okay. I, I love this, though. Um, it, manufacturing is such a capital-intensive investment. Like, how many... Uh, so you got into this business and you thought, I just want to design cool things that protect the planet and say, and, and stop destroying the planet. And you were very passionate about it, but you also had this product design focus. Um, what else do you manufacture at Cotmo and how much of your product do you manufacture versus, I want to get one more question about the pen in a minute, but mm-hmm. what else do you manufacture? So we designed since the beginning of Cotmo, we're designed, we designed about a hundred products that are made in Quebec. Um, so we have manufacturers all around the province. Right. We buy some of our materials. For example, we buy felt, we buy cotton, we buy right. um, recyclable plastic, um, a polyester, um, we, we, we buy wood. And those materials are stuck in our different manufacturers with the collaborators that we work with. And they dis- they produce the, the, the products that we, we design. So we have, it's about a half and half now because in distribution, you know, like bottle of waters are really popular, but they're not made here. Um, right. So we have some products that, that, that we um, also distribute. That, so it's might be half and half now. Okay. So you launched the pen last October. How many units yeah. have you moved and sold since then? We sold, let me give you the exact number because right, I'm really proud. Um, we sold, and I have to have it right in with my English, uh, 185,000. Yeah. Wow. Love it. So that is, one eight yeah. five zero zero zero. I love it. You <laughs> you, were fe- you were featured on Dragon's Den, which for those of us in the U.S., Dragon's Den was the original Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and what was your wh- when when was that? And what did you pitch? So that was uh, in April, um, and we just, actually, just this year. Yeah, just this year, like. Maybe three. Actually, it was the 26th of April that we were air on TV. Um, So about three months ago. And um, we, um, 
we represented Kamo, but we also presented the pen because it's a whole other business that it's kind of a whole other business that we're right, launching with this. It's new distribution uh, channels. It's uh, a, a new way of thinking, and um, so we 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 wanted to to feature this product to have people to have people to know about it, and. Um, also have an investment that will help us uh, grow the business and go outside of, of, of Quebec because we want to um, sell more to, to Canada and the U.S. And I'll, I also want to precise on, some, on something is that, and I know your audience is also more, I mean, the Anglophone part of Canada and the U.S., but what we decided also with this pen and, you know, we were talking about we're a manufacturer and we are a distributor. But what we decide is that 99% of my clients are in Quebec. So for the Quebec market, yeah. we're still in between. But for the rest of Canada and the U.S., we want to be a supplier. So we okay. only want to sell this product to distributors. And we don't want to, like, it's, it's, it would be too hard for us to go knock off on every door yeah, or clients right. in a new market. Yeah. So we want to have yeah. distributor. Um, and we have actually, we have now a distributor in BC, in Ontario, in Nova Scotia. So we want to go Fantastic. out there uh, and have distributor help us uh, put this pen in the hands of, of, of businesses and, uh, and people. So have a better impact. Fantastic. So, so you go on in April. Um, you launched the pen last fall. You get on <laughs> Dragon's Den in April. You win, you win some investment money. Yeah. into the product. And now you have decided, I love this distinction. You've decided you're going to sell into Quebec uh, it, with your company, but then for the pin, you're obviously going to then sell to outside of Quebec to other Canadian companies and then into the U.S. Um, I, what did you learn from your Dragon's Den experience? Like, obviously that probably helped you decide where some of these lines were going to be drawn. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a lot of stress. You know, it's always stressful to to know that at the end you're going to be like, you're going to go on TV and, and um, it was really interesting because, you know, we were talking about the promotional industry. It was really interesting to go there and talk about this industry because on the, the, the um, investor that are on the, on the set, actually there was one of of them and she's the one who, who gave us the investment. She knew the industry. She, 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 Mm buys a lot of promotional products but okay. it was really interesting to, to 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 talk about this industry because we realized that people don't really know what that there's a whole industry with a lot of money right <laughs> that pollutes the planet hmm. that gives a lot of crappy stuff and no one cares about so you started the business in 2014. Do I have my year right? Is that right? Yeah. 2014. You were designated a B Corp in 2016, two years after your founding. Mm-hmm. And you were also, this is an incredible honor. You were honored by B Corp um, on their, what was it? The best for the world. They have this best of the world for the world designation. Um, and it is a quote from B Corp. Community honorees have built caring 
for the community into their business model, like a business that donates all profits to rescue animal shelters or fair trade soap company that provides educational opportunities to all farmers, communities, and the supply chain. They're approving the business care for supporting your community. How do you at Cotmo, how did you end up on that list? How do you support your community? Uh, well, by having all the products that we design made locally, I think mm. this is um, this mm. is the first focus I had with the company. And when we had our first certification, this is where I can make a easy and quick decision is to choose the business that I want to work with and the manufacturers I want to work with. So that was always a decision. Uh, um, a decision that we took to um, make sure that we we work with local businesses to make sure that we have businesses that are from the social economy that are nonprofit that are woman owned um, mm. they are unions you know like all the social impact so 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 this is the first step that we took in the company uh, because this was the first thing that we could be um, different from our competitors, you know, because, you know, today we talk a lot about like having locally made product and I see big companies coming to us and say, oh, well, we need to, to buy differently. Like, but nine years ago when I started and I was telling companies, well, you know, like this is made in China. Do you really, yeah, but the price, you know, but you know, it was, it was really, it was a tough conversation. And there was not a lot of, of businesses that were ready um, to make a change. Right. But nine years now, after, um, they don't have the choice anymore. But we have nine years experience um, yeah. in producing locally. Working with, with manufacturers is actually, it's a skill, you know? Like, it's, yeah. it's complicated. It's, you have to adjust your... Uh, the way you do business, you have to collaborate with them. You want to make sure you understand, you know, like how products are made, you know, the people behind them. You know, it's not a machines that do everything. Yeah. Celine, I know you're almost a decade into your business now, so you're not new by any means, but you do represent a new kind of entrepreneur where you come in with um, social impact on your mind. You want to impact the community. You want to protect the planet. You want to do things that are positive. It's such a refreshing message. And the fact that you are so conscientious about who you choose to work with in your supply chain, the fact that B Corp recognizes this, the fact that you're very conscientious about the distributors that you work with. It's, it's phenomenal. It's a great, um, it, it's a great inspiration for all of us as we look to the future of the business. <laughs> Um, so congrats to you and your team and your business partner. Thanks. I know you'll have worked very, very hard. Thank you. Thank um, you so much. <laughs> Celine, you are an interior architect and a designer by training. This You sort of already talked about this, but this factors into your work. Like you are a designer by training. So you love doing product design, I would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, uh, well, I, as as you, you mentioned, I, I grew up in, uh, in France. Um, right. My, my mom... Um, was half Lebanese, half Canadian, my dad French. So I, I grew up in a, different cultures and, um, and I was always interested in art. Um, I, I used to go a lot to museums um, when, I was a te- when I was young. And, uh, actually, Paris is a good place to, to live when, uh, when you <laughs> love art. That, right. <laughs> and um, always creative, like I was um, 
when I was uh, young, I was doing a lot of uh, drawing. So when my parents uh, had uh, had friends over, I would like set up all my drawings in the living room. And so they like were like having gallery. a dream. Yeah, like an art gallery. Yeah. And I was making awesome. money like this <laughs> to buy candies. <laughs> and um, so, uh, and I, I, I went into design because I love, um, I'm fascinated by all the products that are around us that we consume. And I believe that um, there's a lot of history that comes out of, of design and the products that we have and how we use it and how we interact with them. And I think that more and more um, um, we didn't give the conscious um, for people like to know how how products are made, really understanding, yeah. you know, like how it's made, and yeah. this is what um, we love at Cobb One. We used actually to do some videos of how our products were made, to um, and give those videos to our clients so they understand why they're paying more, you know. Right. Um, right. I, I meant so. to ask this earlier. Are you, are you do you plan on releasing more product to your other North American distributors other than Pan? I'm sure you do. Yes. Okay. Great. We always have Great. ideas. Uh, yeah. Now we're okay. we need this pen to work to reinvest uh, right. the money and and work on the next product. <laughs> okay, I figured as much, but but I thought I would ask. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about you. What brands or companies do you follow that inspire you? Well, I love and I. This is maybe cliche from all the the B Corps, but I love Patagonia. I I, I read the book. Um, Let my people go surfing, go surfing. and that yeah. was. That was really a realization, you know, to how you want to manage a business. So I'm more interested on practices, how the more than the brand, you know, and the the look of the brand is more like what practices that you bring in into uh, into the business. I remember my first uh, B Corp retreat. um, There was this company who made a conference, and they were saying that. Part of the profit um, that they had uh, was actually going into uh, a fund. And when employees needed a loan, a small loan to do a, a little project, they could borrow money from this loan, zero interest, and mm-hmm. for a year, and they just give it back. You know, like wow. this is practices that inspires yeah. me. What do you enjoy doing when you're not working? I draw. <laughs> Draw. Okay. So you yeah. still arts, art is still a passion of yours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last question for you. What's the most inspiring or impactful book, movie, or podcast episode you've listened to lately? Any recommendations for us? Well, actually my, my colleague, uh, we went to Vermont last week and, and she made me listen to a podcast that was really inspiring by, uh, Simon Sinek, how to change your future. One of the best speeches ever for millennials. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Great recommendation. We'll check it out. That's awesome. Celine, I am uh, so amazed by what you and your company have accomplished. I know it's been a decade. You've worked incredibly hard. You can tell. Um, So thanks for joining us for the podcast today. My best to you and your business partner and the whole company. Thank you so much, Bowie. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of SKUcast. 
Be sure to keep up with our latest content by subscribing to Skewcast on iTunes or to our blog at community.commonskew.com. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.